can tell everybody Yeah, you can tell everybody Go ahead and tell everybody I'm the man, I'm the man, I'm the man Yes, I am, yes, I am, yes, I am I'm the man, I'm the man, I'm the man Good evening and welcome to another amazing episode of From the Couch Sports Tonight I have with me the heavily mustached, the heavily handsome Mr. Karen Stack. Karen, how are you? I'm good. You, you forgot to mention 7 and 0, but that's okay. I know you didn't write the intros down, so I'm not going to hold that against you this week. I thought we I thought we'd give the people a break <laughs> from the 7 and 0. I need a break from touting your stupid undefeated record. So, just thought it best. It's going to be interesting this week, boys. No Lamar Jackson. No Lamar Jackson. Wow. Who are you going with? Wait, don't tell me. Surprises. I think I have Jameis on my bench right now. Wow. I do. It's it's probably not. (laughs) Not who you want. I might go waiver wire shopping. You might might have to. Also with us. He's a shopper. Mad at me. Shout out 50 Cent. (laughs) Also with us tonight, my opponent in the league of record this week, the next person who will be defeating me, Jerome Peterson, how are you? That's not fun. I'm looking forward to this week. I really am. After the fluke of a week that Josh had and beat me. uh, Yeah. um, Yeah. Looking forward to, you know, you being underwhelming as usual. Now I remember what I was going to write down in my notes for introducing you. I was going to say, and with us, as always, the proof that pride cometh before the fall. Jerome Peterson. Oh, 100% comes before the fall. But, you know, it was a good thing that um, during my Marine Corps boot camp training, during during my web belt level classes, you know, I did those break falls. So when I hit the ground, I slap the ground, I go Marine Corps and it wow. doesn't hurt as much. You are so lame. I, mean- I know. I know. <laughs> I, did that hurt? Yeah. I, I, I actually said that because I knew it would physically hurt you to hear it. <laughs> I took a larger gulp of beer <laughs> while it's, and after he said it. It's it's almost it. It's the because first you, in many, many instances this week that I am going to physically harm you <laughs> and mentally harm you. In fact, next Tuesday. Mm hmm. I'm going to I'm going to wander out to Millbrook with a with a fresh cake. <laughs> Yet That's a again hike now, dude, it wasn't as bad when you were working in Poughkeepsie. Now it's just like now he's making it. It's like he's making a day of it. Oh, he's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. No. Yeah. What a callback. <laughs> going to take going to take the wife, go to the winery, drop off your kids. It's going to be a whole it's, it's going to be a great time. Yeah, I'm going to go visit my lawyer, sign my contracts for my new house. <laughs> and then I'm going to go. I'm going to go to the same Adams and I hope the same lady is working there. And I'm going to ask her for the same cake and I'm going to ask her to put an orange writing yet again. I am sorry for your loss. <laughs> and she's going to wonder who the hell I am torturing with these cakes every year. It's going to be a nice little mystery. Also I think fun, we spent too much time on this, though, so we can move on. We, we also, move fun, on. fun, fun league of record uh, tidbit for you folks here. Uh, anyone want to care to venture a guess my all-time record in the league of record? 
it's not very high. Before this year, no. you were, I think, just just under 500. I am still under 500. I am 62 and 69. <laughs> nice. Wow. I despite despite having two bad seasons in a row in this league and a bad season in the LSD league, as far as Yahoo Fantasy Sports is concerned, I still have a record of 63 and 46. I'm not going to check my record. I'm just going to I'm just going to not do that. I know what my what my record for this year is. Just not just not gonna look. bad enough. Two and five. Thank you. Thank you. Mm hmm. OK, if you like what you hear, give us a follow on TikTok where we have daily videos coming out, keeping you informed and up to date on the best sport with an oblong ball. We're about to hit what used to be the halfway point of the season, boys, and things have really, really taken course. I mean, the dominant team seem even more dominant um, than they did quarterways through the season. Um, the Cincinnati Bengals with an unbelievable king of the mountain move on the Baltimore Ravens in Baltimore. Yeah. yeah who called that? You called that mm -hmm. the number one seed in the AFC. Your hometown book. Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah. Look at us. Look at us. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Me. <laughs> Not me. Not me. Uh, oh, Paul Rudd, we love you. You should come on the show. Please. We know you're not very far. You're very far from coming on the show, but you're not very far from, <laughs> from us. <laughs> if you're listening, and we know that you are. <laughs> uh, come on the show. I'm going to spend half a day in Rhinebeck trying to find him and run into him. We talked about you on our podcast. You should listen. Then I get pepper sprayed. Yeah, I was gonna say, he's going to be like, what's your name? You're going to be like, see Jerome Peterson. And he's going to be like, great. Restraining order. Yeah. <laughs> Jokes on you. That's not really my real name. So <laughs> I'm the fucking lizard king. <laughs> you don't even know my real name. All right. Let's get into it, boys. Karen, how was your week? Eh, it was good. Obviously, one in the league of record. First place, 7-0, not a big deal. Um, also, one in the ESPN league fell in the NFL league. Um, that, it, that league's a wash for me at this point. <clears throat> I don't think there's any salvaging that anymore. Um. So my focus is on is on the undefeated season. Got cross coming up this week. Um, as as many people are aware, he knocked me out of the, the finals two years ago to win his first ever championship. So there's a little bit of history here. It's a bit of a revenge game for myself. And I don't have Lamar Jackson. Not good. Not good. Tell the people who your current backup is. Uh, that would be standing on a corner, Jameis Winston down in Nola. Such a fine sight to see. Monday Night Football was not such a fine sight to see. No, That's, it was not. <laughs> that was not the game you want to see uh, about six days before you have to choose who, whether or not he's going <laughs> to play for you or not. <laughs> that was a terrible game. Um, okay, my, my week, I fell back to my customary one in two ways. Uh, in the League of Record, I never stood a chance against Ted, <laughs> who earns congratulations on fielding yet again a dominant team. Um, in another league, I've climbed to third place. And lastly, I went four out of five on prep bets, turning 50 bucks into 500, which would be great if I wasn't such a coward and I'd actually put money on it, <laughs> but whatever, we'll take what we can get this year. Jerome, how was your week? 
Seven in a row, two and two. I um, most of my leagues, I'm middle of the pack, except for the LSD league, where I am in a commanding second place at four and three, uh, simply because of total points, because there's a whole shit ton of four and three teams. So, I say, you know, you, you say commanding lead and then you say four and three. And I'm like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> it's 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 points. It's nothing more than points. Um, you know, so, uh, you know, adjusting, uh, gonna definitely go two and two again this week. Just which leagues am I going to win in? Which ones I'm going to lose in? I don't know. I'm going to do everything in my power not to lose in the league of record this week, though. Man, if you go Owen Scabry, that's just a tough look. We play <laughs> everybody no, twice. Owen. I'll have another opportunity. Oh, oh, Owen Scabry. <laughs> I, as Jerome was talking, I realized, you know, the three of us actually have streaks going on. Kieran, undefeated in the league of record. Jerome, two and two through all of his leagues. And I am uh, disappointing every week. Although mine is a little bit longer than the NFL season this year. But still, we all have streaks going on. Let's keep it up. Yeah, your wife won't stop talking about it. <laughs> and now, moving forward, let's get into our player of the week. Paris Bueller, you're my hero. Okay, I'm going to start it off. So this week, the players that I'm highlighting all of a theme, and that theme is players or coaches slash situations. So that said, my player of the week is DeAndre Swift. Swift is currently averaging 11 attempts a game for 37 yards on the ground, but is on pace for 100 catches and nearly 1,000 yards. Last week against the Rams, like weeks before, um, Swift makes something out of nothing. You know, I bring it up because next year when we're wondering who he is as a player, you know, we're we're looking to see where we're going to draft him. I think we should strive to overlook a poor rushing year and remember that this guy is like really, really good on a terrible team. No, 100 percent. And he's proved it week in, week out. I mean, I think all of us have had him as a player of the week or a player to watch at some point this year um, and even in preseason as well. Um, and in a, on a team where it's clearly all Jared Goff's fault. And, you know, that's only according to his head coach, but what does he know? Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's absolutely a stud on that offense. <clears throat> and I think he's a cornerstone of that offense. Um, I'll never get tired of saying this is probably one of the worst trades since Adam Larson for Taylor Hall uh, was Jared Goff for Matty Stafford. I don't know what Detroit was thinking. I don't know what Edmonton was thinking. Must be a Midwestern North America thing. I don't know. <laughs> All I know is it sucks being in Detroit. No, uh, Swift is amazing. I I love having him on my team in the NFL league. Um, I know that, you know, I've come to terms with, yeah, he's not, he's not, he's, he's a better theoretic, a really, really good theoretic. Like (laughs) I said better. I mean, he's better than theoretic was. I mean, when it comes to running, he's, he's thicker as a human being. So he hits holes hard, very hard. He just doesn't, you know, uh, the blocking schemes don't really help him out to go far down the field. And that's why he doesn't have a ton of success necessarily rushing, only getting 11 attempts a game. But, you know, obviously, you know, he's got hands like flypaper, you know. Yeah. He catches and and he makes shit happen. And I fucking love him for it. He's like, you know, just real quick before we move on. He's like uh, having Kareem Hunt on your team, like during the game, during the week. You hate it because you're watching and it's like the points just aren't coming. The points aren't coming. 
And then at the end of the game, he has like seven catches and like a bunch of yards and a touchdown. The same thing with Kareem Hunt, baby. What's that? Garbage time, baby. That's exactly right. But you know, it's like it's like watching Jalen Hurts. That's right. Mm -hmm. Fourth quarter, Jalen Hurts. hurts, It hurts to watch the games, but (laughs) then you look at his fantasy at the end of the game. At the end of the day, he his 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 numbers for as a quarterback for fourth quarter scoring in fantasy is like miles above everyone else. It's like, it's like he averaged, I think, I think with Hertz, just to add on to your point, I think it's like three points in the first quarter, like four points in the second quarter, like six points in the third quarter, and then 10 points in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Where it just, I, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's garbage. It, time. it, I don't defi- know. it defies, it defies uh, logic. It, it really does. Uh, but uh, my player of the week, uh, yes, I, please. I would like to talk to you about our Lord and Savior, Mike Evans. Mm. I mean, just a touchdown machine. The man couldn't be stopped. Did he get, he was the one that caught the ball that made that dude Bitcoin like rich, right? Bitcoin yes. And he rich. gave the ball away. That's a fucking story. Uh, he had 10 targets, six receptions, 76 yards and three TDs. And he gave away. Uh, and just piggybacking off of what Kieran said, he gave away Tom Brady's 600th touchdown pass ball to some dude. Uh, they wind up getting it back in a return. Tom Brady gave him one Bitcoin, which is like sixty thousand uh-huh. dollars. Uh, they uh, gave him uh, season passes for the rest of this year. Next year, a thousand dollars to spend in the team store, uh-huh. uh, a signed jersey from Mike Evans, a two jer- signed jerseys, the helmet from Tom Brady. Oh, and the gloves that that um, Evans used to catch the 600th TD ball and the cleats, too, I think. Yes, cleats, too. Yeah, It's like I, I had a thought that it was kind of like if this was for Tom, which I can't imagine that it was. It must it must be for like the Hall of Fame or for the Buccaneers or whatever. But if it's for Tom, it's kind of like you just overpaid wildly. Like how many how many celebratory like footballs does Tom Brady have or need like Oh, this one was used to win this Super Bowl, and this one was used when I won MVP, and like this one was used, you, you know, when I. Oh, it's, when it's I, for sure not for Tom. It's for Tampa. Like, it's the got Bucks want, I, the Bucks want that ball. Tom doesn't want the ball. I think Tom is just being a good dude. Yeah, it, it's just like Tom's got so many mementos, but he's probably got fifty bitcoins. I was like, here, I don't care. One one final <laughs> tidbit was that when the guy was asked on like a radio show about it. I saw um, because at, at the end of the game, they promised him all that stuff. And then there was a promise of something from Tom later on down the line. It wound up being one Bitcoin. But the guy said, what would you want the one thing from Tom to be? You know, people joked around like uh, sleep with Giselle, yada, 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 <laughs> um, you know, suck his dick. Uh, but like <laughs> he said, no, I, I would love to play a round of golf with Tom Brady. I was like, wow, that's. That's your one request that you're going to ask. So for? wholesome and so stupid. All right. Honestly, I loved it. Like, and I watched that interview and I thought to myself, this is kind of a dude. Like the, <laughs> the guy who, who the, guy, the guy who got the football and like all the rewards, like he seemed like a cool guy. Um, it's a true, yeah, but like, it, but I don't you know, know like, the guy's a true football where, fan. I mean, that's one of those things where though, like Tom, it's like Tom Brady's then doing it. Cause he has like, I don't know if I'm, if I'm playing golf with Tom Brady, I want Tom Brady to want to play golf with me. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. It, only as an imaginary situation is this like an actual thing. If You know, yeah. if you're just going to like guilt Tom Brady into playing tennis with you, you're not a make a wish kid. 
You know, like yeah, exactly. And I don't need him watching me lose two sleeves of balls while we're playing 18. That's just I don't that's not good for the ego. Yeah, like Tom Brady is actually really good. Like <laughs> I mean, I think it'd be I think it'd be easier to just say, how about you you Tom brings him along to the next pro am that he plays in? I know I know he plays in pro ams. I probably doesn't play in a ton of them, but I know he does. I'd rather I'd rather be on his bag than golf with him. <laughs> I feel like that'd be more fun. He knows what he's doing. Just like, hey, give me a drive, give me three wood. Okay. <laughs> You're getting drunk. That's, watch that's what I, that's what I did for a living in high school. <laughs> I don't think it was for a living. You were housed. You were fed. It's not, <laughs> you know. Like, yeah. No, he did it. He did it simply so that that Donald Trump would finger him in the locker room. All right, Kieran, who's your player of the week? I signed an NDA about that. Um, (laughs) But Jerome didn't, (laughs) clearly. My player of the week uh, is going to be the guy whose name I've been misspelling on TikTok for eight weeks now. Um, Jamar Chase, uh, whose correct spelling of his name I just figured out. So sorry, Jamar, if you're listening, and we know that you are. Uh, But you're my player of the week this week, man. Uh, He overtook King Henry, who had a, you know, a good week. By other people's standards, but a you know below par week for Derrick Henry standards. But at any rate, Jamar Chase absolutely balled out. He had his uh, probably one of his best receiving games of the year thus far. Ten targets, reeled in eight of them, two hundred and one yards and a touchdown. You know, would I have liked to see another touchdown from him? Of course, but thirty-five <laughs> fantasy points. Who am I to get greedy? Uh, he filled the hole that an injured Darren Waller put in my lineup and I'm going to get to that in a little bit later. Um, but yeah, Jamar chase, absolutely insane. I mean, I'm all about this Bengals team. Um, I've mentioned it on previous podcast episodes here and I don't want to say I'm on the train yet. I have my ticket. I'm on the platform. I'm just, just kind of waiting. I'm, I'm, I'm the kid at the beginning of the polar express where like, I'm probably not going to get on, but then I'm going to have to like chase it down while Tom Hanks is screaming at me. So <laughs> I'm going to get on eventually. I'm just not quite there yet. <laughs> I don't mean that's, that was a great analogy, by the way, just a, just an awesome reference. Um, Thank you. Jamar Chase. I a question for you, Jerome, is it unreasonable to say that Jamar Chase is the MVP of the Bengals? No, like above, like above Joe Burrow, above Joe Mixon. No. I think he is. He's not throwing the ball to himself. Oh, so you don't, so you don't think that Jamar Chase is the MVP? No. Joe Burrow is. Oh man, I don't know. I think he's. I think he's the difference maker that puts this team. Okay, last week aside, last week was different. <coughs> but I think he's. I think he's the difference maker who who legitimately puts this team on a different level. That's just my opinion. Um, you know, I, I can see where you're coming from, and your argument is valid. But my personal feeling is that without Burrow, without their strong run game, this this doesn't happen. Mm. And let's not forget, they have other really good wide receivers. Boyd. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, 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 I agree. I, you know, I don't know. I, I just, I think he is that explosive. I think he's, I, I think he's a better version of Justin Jefferson last year, which is saying something. Big fan of Jamar. Okay, let's move on. To the super soft player of the week. I'm the guy who does his job. You must be the other guy. Jerome. All right, you tit fucker. I need to talk to you. Aaron Jones. Just mm. just absolute mm. super soft. 
10 ply game out of this kid. 6.4 points, six attempts, 19 yards. It's really disappointing in a game where they, they should have run away with this, especially 24 mm-hmm. to 10. Why isn't why weren't they running the ball more? Like, why wasn't Jones running the ball more ball more? I don't know. Maybe it was sick. Maybe it's an off week. Hey, listen, let's just not make this a fucking habit, Jones. But <laughs> you fucking need to give your your balls a tug. I don't know, man. Maybe maybe it was, you know, you guys remember when the Washington football team defensive line was a thing? Maybe it was that, you know, like you remember, remember like seven weeks ago when that was like a thing that we talked about probably had some effect. All right, Kieran, go ahead. So my super soft player of the week is going to break a couple of rules here, but I have a good reason for it. Uh, It's Darren Waller and the entire Las Vegas Raiders medical staff. Uh, for not saying that he wasn't going to play until halftime of the one o'clock games. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me right now? If you knew you weren't going to play, why did I not find out at 10 a.m. like everybody else? This is ridiculous. Granted, didn't need him. Steamrolled my brother anyway. It's fine. I'm still upset about it because there was literally quite no one available. My backup tight end was playing in the one o'clock games. He actually played pretty well, um, but he, he was playing already. No one worth picking up was on the waiver wire that was going to play. So there I sat while Darren Waller decided, no, oh, maybe I'll play. Just like, no, just don't play, man. Don't play. God. Wow. That is really frustrating. I didn't, I didn't know any of this. Like when you, when you put it down, I didn't even realize Waller didn't play last week. Yep. Like, wow. Yeah. That is incredibly frustrating. Yeah, they, they put it up on red zone at the beginning of the like third quarter of the one o'clock games. That's impossible to pivot. At that point, you've got nothing. No, it's done. It's over. Yeah. And then I was like, well, that's my week. Here comes loss number one. But, you know, <laughs> Jamar Chase. But, but Jamar, yeah. Lamar Jackson, you know, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Michael Pittman scored a touchdown. <laughs> Pittman is really good. All right. So my super soft player of the week. Uh, so this is this is the reason why my theme this week is players – or coaching slash situations. Um, the question was raised in the group chat with Jerome, why I think Jalen Hurts is not very good. And the truth is, if a player has any real capability, he ra- he rises above his situation and coach and makes great plays. So a lot of people right now would rather have, I think still, fields over Hurts if they were starting a franchise. And to them, I ask, what have you seen from Justin Fields this year to make you think that he's got it? Maybe he grows and gets better. Maybe he, maybe he does. But based on what I've seen so far, this dude just doesn't have it. Like Jalen Hurts, we just talked about it. There are plays, there are moments where he does something, where he rises above the occasion. And I think, I think if you're in a bad situation like DeAndre Swift in Detroit, or hell, Jared Goff in Detroit. You find a fucking way. Justin Fields hasn't. I think he is super soft. He's for me for the rest of the time. He's he he's a prove it player. He either proves it or I got nothing. All right, let's move forward into the player of the week. The fans chanting that he is a golden god. It's, it's a little bit awkward, but still, he is a god. Kieran, please lead off with the player uh, to watch. 
So, yeah, player to watch this week. Um, I'm going to go with a Mr. Joshua Jacobs. Not to be confused with Joshua Scabry, this Joshua is a winner. Um, oh, no. He's, he's a winner everywhere else, all right? <laughs> he is. I love you, Josh. Um, but it's fucked up. <laughs> uh, jo- Josh Jacobs, um, over the last three weeks, has been playing pretty well. Last week wasn't great. Six attempts to 29 yards. They get a touchdown. But the two weeks prior, you know, 16 touches, 53 yards and a score. Week before, 15 touches, 48 yards and a score. Compare that to the, you know, two weeks prior, you know, 13 touches for 40, 10 touches for 34. I think recently he's become a lot bigger part of that offense. And we'll see how the Darren Waller situation pans out out in Vegas. Um, they, are, they do have a bye this week. So it's given Waller an extra week to kind of recoup from whatever injury was ailing him that he didn't decide was ailing him until, you know, two o'clock on Sunday, but whatever. But yeah, I really like Josh Jacobs. I think he's trending in the right direction there. And like I said, depending on what's going on with the Waller situation, that's one weapon they're down. So he's going to have to step up and make some big plays for that team. I do like, I do like that you chose a player to watch who will not be playing this week. I can't say much. I did the same, but yeah, I mean, in the <laughs> weeks that Jacob plays, he, he averages, it looks to me like 14 and a half, 15 points. That's just consistency at its finest. I mean, really, it hasn't been pretty. I don't know that Josh Jacobs is the all-star that, you know, I thought he was coming out of college, but as a fantasy player, he's just rock solid. And he had a great rookie year. Yeah. Oh yeah. He had a great little great year last year, too. He's right. just, you know, I don't know. I don't know what it is about the Raiders. Okay. My player to watch this week will not be playing as well, uh, as I mentioned, but it is Deshaun Watson. So there is obviously a lot to unpack with him in his legal battles and 22 accusations of sexual assault or harassment or whichever it was, you know, what that means going forward and what will come of it all. But today, I am a happy man. Because I know that soon we will be getting, uh, we will no longer be getting bogus reports of teams interested, and we will know which team rosters him until the end of the year, at least. Oh, and he applies to my theme because on the field, he is the absolute perfect example of constantly overcoming terrible coaching and situations and continuing to be an awesome player, no matter what. Uh, Same as DeAndre Hopkins. So anyway. Deshaun Watson, I can't wait to see what happens this week. I think it's important to note that to avoid any libelous on our account, uh, he is currently fighting a civil battle. Um, Sexual assault is a crime and there are no crimes or any open criminal investigations against him at this time. All of the uh, allegations are of a civil nature. Thank you For for everyone who listens, who has a law degree. Well, I just think it's important that people know that this is not a criminal battle and it is a civil battle, which is why he's not on the commissioner's exempt list. And there is a possibility he could play. That's that's, if if someone with a law degree is actually listening to this show. God help you. God help you (laughs) with anyone you're representing. (laughs) Unless you're unless you're Ted Buckland, then in that case, that that's par for the course. R.I.P. I I was going to (laughs) say. So unfortunate. So unfortunate. I can't wait. I can't wait to see what happens with this Watson thing. I, for my money, it's truly like, I don't give a shit anymore. Really? I just want to stop hearing about it. I just want, I just don't want any more updates. I don't want any more of this. Like for a year now. At this point, it's pretty much set in stone. He's probably going to Miami. 
So the question is not where he's going now. The question is really, where's Tua going? Facts. Is this going to be a crazy three-way deal where he goes to like Washington? Washington? Does he go to Does he go to Houston? Don't know. Don't care. I just wanted all. I just wanted all sorted out. Like I'm so. You know what I mean? Like the the storylines have been so constant. It's just kind of like, thank God for for. I would I would even be happy with a. He's not going anywhere. He's not getting traded. The trade deadline passes and he's there. Fine. Great. We're good. That like, would be hysterical. It would be just as good of an ending for me because it's still a fucking ending, and that's fine. It'd be funny if you like Jacoby Ellsbury did, and he just gets paid for years and never plays again. Yeah, or, Houston. Uh, who's the Who's the guy? Is it bon- Bobby Bonilla on the Mets? Bobby Bonilla gets paid a million that's bucks right. a year by the Mets. <laughs> Unbelievable. Now there there are actual lawyers involved in that one. All right, uh, Jerome, <laughs> go ahead with your player to watch. The Rams are playing the Texans this week and player to watch is going to be a wide receiver that has been dominant this entire season. And that's one Cooper cup. It's going to kill it. I mean, it's, it's pretty, pretty straightforward. The Houston doesn't have what it takes to take down the Rams. So Cooper's going to have a great game. If you have him start him, if you want him trade everything to get him yet another player, Eric tried to snake from me. There, the stash is becoming now, given your fantasy football ways. <laughs> do you have him in the ESPN league? No, he tried to. I do have him in the ESPN league. Yes, he tried to. Trade I was going to say because I'm like I was like ninety nine percent sure my dad has Cooper Cup in the league of record, and I'm yeah. like in the in the ESPN league, like thirty minutes after the draft. Hey man, uh, do you want to trade Cooper Cup? And I was like, Nah, I kind of want to see what he does with Stafford. And he goes, Ah, yeah, me too. I was like, <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> there is there is a graveyard of deals that I've tried to uh uh work through this year. Like Stafford, try to get him cop <laughs> Woods actually too. Um <laughs> and there's there's so many players try to unload CMC who probably isn't gonna play at all this year. He may he may not. I don't you know what? I have um my heart is hardened on on the league of record. I I can't, you know, it's like, I can't even feel anymore. It's like, it's fine. It's just, it's fine. I can't, I, I have no more. Okay. Have you used the hand that wears the ring, bud? That's, that's right. You, you wore the At least fucking for ring. this year. Yeah. You, you wore the fucking ring. You, you should be, you should be feeling the pain. All right. Nope. <laughs> that's Monsters, <laughs> baby. <laughs> Trades. All right. And now on to the game of the week, week eight. Here we go. Hello. You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. That's the great thing about sports. You play to win. And I don't care if you don't have any wins. You go play to win. All right. I'm going to lead it off with my game of the week. This week, the Tennessee Titans going to Indianapolis to play the Colts. This is their second meeting of the year. Uh, First time in, I think, week two, the Titans won 26 to 16. Um, I think this is probably both teams' game of the year so far. Uh, if the Colts want any shot at competing for the divisional crown, they need to go one and one in their games against the Titans. So um, both teams are on hot streaks, but 
while the bigger names are on the Titans, I will be picking against them. With both defenses uh, keying in on Derrick Henry and Jonathan Taylor, respectively, it, it comes down to game quarterback play and game calling. And I may live to regret this, but I'll be taking Carson Wentz and Frank Reich the way the season has been going. So I got Colts, boys. I got Colts. Or, yeah, spoke to you on that one. No, I got Tennessee. You don't, you don't put a shellacking on the defending AFC champs like they did last week and not carry that momentum into the, into the week following. Um, and also Derrick Henry. I'm going to concur with uh, my colleague and take Tennessee. I think the, the positive momentum is in there is in their corner. They figured out how to effectively use their wide receivers last week. And I think it's going to be close, but I'm, I'm taking Tennessee. Interesting. Uh, now is as good a time as any to mention that last week, Kieran went three and zero in the picks leading uh, 16 to six in the rankings on the season. I am barely holding it together at 12 and 10 and Jerome is as he was when we left him at 10 and 12. So Jerome, go ahead with your game of the week, buddy. AFC North rivalry game Steelers at Browns. Browns are favored by uh, favored by three. Uh, and I'm going to take the Browns. I know the Steelers have been figuring some stuff out and the Browns have been hurting a little bit, but I think that they will overwhelm them uh, on the ground and on defense. Yeah. I'm going to have to agree with you here as well, bud. Um, I think this is a, like, like you said, they're, they've been struggling as of late. I feel like this is a good bounce back game for them. Division rival at home. The favorite by three. I like that line. I like them to cover that line. And like you said, you know, Big Ben, every time he throws the ball, he seems to separate his shoulder and pull his groin. So, I mean, if they can get, if they can make him even just a little bit uncomfortable in the pocket, I think they're going to they're gonna have an easy shot at putting up some big numbers and, and keeping the Steelers from doing that to them. This is a tough one. I don't think that either team is – sorry. It, this is a tough one. I don't think that either team is really very good um, at football this year. And don't sugarcoat it by any means. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's set to be a cloudy day in Cleveland, which will matter. Nick Chubb is, is supposed not. To, what's well, that? That's, that's because uh, Ben's <laughs> elbow is solar powered. So <laughs> is, is it ever not a cloudy day in, in Cleveland? No, you know, I mentioned it. I mentioned it because I didn't realize how bad the weather was going to be on Sunday night and Monday night football. And it absolutely had an effect i mean so going forward i think it's like you know i don't know i it's not that I like i believe in case keenum as a backup quarterback i think he's probably one of the better ones in the nfl but it's a huge game for both teams the steelers i believe are three and three cleveland's four and three and they both this is another game where they they both need this win to stay relevant i'm gonna take the steelers starters everywhere coming off a bye I think this is really a vote of confidence in Mike Tomlin because there's no votes of confidence there for Ben Roethlisberger and the style of the offense that we've seen so far. So yeah, I will, uh, I'll side with Tomlin here. I'll take the the Steelers. Karen, go ahead with your game of the week, bud. Uh, my game of the week, uh, going to be the, the Thursday night game prime time. Ooh. 
Aaron Rodgers and the pack heading out west to take on good old baby legs himself and the Arizona Cardinals. Big game for both teams. Um, it's, you know, I think the Packers are going to play them tough. Cardinals, obviously the only undefeated team left in the NFL right now. Packers only have one loss themselves. Um, there's an absolute, I think, juggernaut matchup. Awesome Jersey game. For those of you who are into that kind of stuff, it's going to be cool. But I've got to go with the Cardinals here, man. I, they've just been playing so well. And even without D hop in the lineup, you know, they've been able to figure it out and get it done. Um, they've added Ertz to that lineup. He made his presence known last week. And I think no matter what kind of adversity gets thrown their way, they always find a way to figure it out. So I think the Cardinals are, I think the Cardinals win here. Minus six and a half might be a little high for my blood. I think the Packers can keep it within that, but Cardinals win nonetheless. So I'm going to take the cards in this one. I think look that at, look at us that, agreeing on everything. The Packers are uh, listen, man, uh, not doing it on purpose, but I'm um, clear you're doing something right. I need to catch up a bit, <laughs> but no, seriously, uh, you know, I don't I don't pick like that. I pick on, you know, who I feel is going to do something. I think the Cardinals offense is rejuvenated having a tight end that can catch the ball again. Uh, and I think the Packers without Devonte Adams, man, man catches a lot. He even caught COVID, you know, Oof. and Aaron Jones playing <laughs> as terribly as he did. Uh, I that's their offense right there. Um, I mean, yeah, you have some C list players, you know, in the background, but they're just not, I don't think it's, I don't think it's enough. The Devonte Adams thing is, huge um him not playing is a real real game changer for trying to pick this game because i really want to pick the the packers um i kind of think it'd be fun to pick different than the both of these uh for all three picks arizona is just i mean they're they're a juggernaut uh, offensively how difficult is it Rather, defensively, how difficult is it to look across the field and say Rondale Moore, D-Hop, Christian Kirk, A.J. Green, Zach Ertz, Chase Edmonds? Yeah, who do we cover? I don't know. Who do you cover? I don't know. Let's just make sure <laughs> Kyler doesn't run the ball. Oh, okay. Like, that's that's pretty fucking hard. They're, they, they have options everywhere. Um, and, you know, I looked it up. Aaron Rodgers, over 15 games of Thursday night football, is 10 and 5 with a 33 touchdown to 5 interception record. I'm going to take the Packers. Uh it's something something about Aaron Rodgers. He's so hateable and yet during the year he's so fucking likable. Like I I love that kind of attitude asshole bullshit that he brings to the table every time. He just Yeah, I will I will take the Packers. Um and live to regret it because I don't, I don't know. Like I, I picked them because I like a, a vote of confidence in Aaron Rodgers, but I don't know how you stop Kyler Murray and this offense now. And I especially don't know how the Packers do it, but um, I don't know. So I will take the Aaron. He's, he's putting all his chips on this. He, he he's not, he's not going to be betting online. He's betting on the, the games of the week though. Yeah, I did it. I mean, I did it last week and it worked out pretty well. Yeah, it's well, you we all picked uh, one team. I don't know who it was. Oh, we all picked Indianapolis. So yeah. last week I was talking about Cincy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oof. 
pick them solely for the for the reason that you guys didn't pick them. <laughs> All right. But it's also it's also more fun for me to to root for uh a team against the the Cardinals. I mean, you know, can't be rooting for the Cardinals. All right, Karen, you ready for your state your case, buddy? I am indeed. Here we go. Let's get nuts. Let's get nuts indeed. And my state your case this week is going to be coming on the heels of a uh, state your case from previously this year by a uh, Mr. Scabry, who stated, I believe, after I want to say week three, that maybe the Kansas City Chiefs should be looking at the panic button. Um, My case this week is they better be doing a hell of a lot more than looking at the damn thing. Uh, there, It is break glass in case of not Patrick Mahomes playing. Um, your offensive line is washed. You just got absolutely worked over by the Tennessee Titans, who are a good team, but shouldn't be putting the beat down on Kansas City like they did last week. Um, and Patrick Mahomes – I mean, I don't know if anyone's really sure what his status is health-wise. He cleared concussion protocol, but, I mean, if you saw that replay, he got whiplashed by a defensive lineman's thigh into next Tuesday. And it was was rough to watch, man. And even, you know, even if he hadn't gotten pistol-whipped by some monster's leg, it might have been just as well. No touchdowns and interception. He got dropped four times in the backfield. And – they've you know they're sitting in third place in a division that's going to prove to be very tough and even if they get second place in this division that's not going to guarantee them a playoff spot by any means because it's looking like a wild card team in the AFC is coming out of the AFC North um depending on who that is but yeah man I think it's it's definitely smash smash the panic button time in Kansas City I don't know what they got to do whether it's trades I just don't know um, but I, I think it's safe to say this season's probably a wash for them. And looking at the offseason next year, who knows? Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'll lead off because you know that I'm, you know that I'm convinced here. I was saying this, like Kieran said a, a month ago. I kind of, I kind of saw this coming. Teams have been figuring them out all year. It's to me, it's over now. I guess if you want to hit the panic button, go ahead. There's there's still probably all kinds of odds making and FPIs, power football power index, excuse me, um, all kinds of predictions and math that say that the uh, Chiefs still stand a chance, and I don't think so. I think this is a lot to overcome that defense that they just scored. I think what was it three points last week, mm-hmm. Karen? Was that it? Yep. Yeah, that defense allowed the New York Jets with Zach Wilson to score 30 points. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, I guess I rest my case. You know, it's like I – in my mind, I think about the Kansas City Chiefs differently now than I did. That's, that, is the mar- that is the line of demarcation. I no longer think about them as like, – for instance, they're going up against the New York Giants this week and – I don't I don't think that it's a throwaway game. I don't I don't think that the Giants don't stand a chance. 
I don't think anyone should. I think this is a I think this is how we should look at this team now. So yeah, panic button. All of it. Also, Go ahead. another 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 stat stat for you boys here. Anyone want to venture to guess where on the list of 32 teams Kansas City lies for points allowed per game? 32nd. They're 20, they're 27th out of 32 at they're sorry, they're tied for 27th with Houston. Behind them are the Jets, Atlanta, Miami, and the football team. They're allowing 29 points per game this year so far. And that's like, that's not even a Pat Mahomes thing, man. They, I don't know what happened with their defense, but I mean, we saw the Super Bowl last year, like panic button time on the defensive side of the ball may have happened last February. Yeah. And they, and it passed them by, but I don't know. This is, you, you got to recreate shit everywhere for this team. And, and I don't know that I honestly, like before, I'm sorry, Jerome, I'll, I'll let you finish or start, but like, I honestly don't think this is a thing that they can do because I don't think that Andy Reed can do it. I think Andy Reed is Andy Reed after 20 years in the NFL, that dude is going to do what he has always done. And I think right now, what you're starting to see is that teams defenses they're It's another example. They're really fucking smart, man. And they figured it out. I, I think you need another visionary. I'm not saying fire Andy Reed. I'm saying, I think it's a big, I think it's a really big issue. That's what I think. Jerome. I appreciate you letting me finish. Your wife's a lucky lady. Um, so <laughs> I wish to concur with Karen. Uh, uh, I am convinced uh, the time has arrived. Hit the panic button. You need a systemic breakdown of what you're doing right now, where you're making your mistakes, where you can move forward amicably. The trade deadline has not hit. Maybe there's a piece that you're missing that you can get without giving it too much away. Because right now, right now, you have some draft capital. Because your first round pick for next year is looking pretty high. So first round you know, picks looking high. They looks like wasted a whole ton of money on that offensive line. That's not doing a damn thing. Um, Yeah, no, I, you know, you, you hate to see it, but you also love to see it. Um, You hate to see, you know, another Patriots type dynasty that just rules with an iron fist over, over a division. Now I, I like more parody. So the fact that they're struggling, I like it, but you know, also I feel bad for the walrus because you know, he's the walrus. Yeah. Coco Kachu. It's unfortunate. It's, I think, I think it's more unfortunate for Patrick Mahomes than anyone else, because <clears throat> I, I honestly wonder if this dude can overcome. I mean, greatest quarterback in football is a moniker that you should only really hold if you can do it all. And I think there's a big aspect to Mahomes' game that he hasn't gotten to yet. I don't think I, – I honestly don't think that Patrick Mahomes can play the boring game. Like, Tom Brady plays – he has mastered the boring game of football. Like, he will dink and dunk you. He will take what the defense gives. He will – Check down. He'll check down. 
He'll he will play the board. He will audible to the running play. Tom Brady is the master of the boring game, and and Tom Brady's also been an exciting quarterback to watch, where he'll just bombs away you. But I don't think that Patty Mahomes has gotten there, and I don't. I wonder if he can because I think that's what teams are begging him to do now. I don't feel bad for him. The dude got paid, and now. You know, oh, it's it's hard right now. You're still you still got a big fat paycheck at the end of the day. This year doesn't doesn't work out. It's not just it's not just him. Their defense could fucking help him. And that's the I mean, that's the life of if you want to be like a a quarterback with some longevity, like there's going to be lean years, man. Like there were lean years in New England when Tom was there. You know, they didn't win the Super Bowl every year he was there. Mm. They didn't win the AFC every year he was there. It's like, you know. I don't know. I, but the difference was is like when when Tom or when Tom and the Patriots faced adversity, they had Tom and Belichick. They mm. I don't we haven't seen this yet with Kansas City. It's a long season. They're what three and four, right? Like there's there is four time. and a bad record. Yeah, there, there's <laughs> there, <laughs> there's there's time to figure this out, but I don't know. I mean, Super Bowl hangover and everything. It's and the the way that they just lost. It's it's tough to imagine pulling out of this nosedive. That's that's what I would say. But in other news, the Sabers won five to one against the Lightning. So suck it, Tampa what? Bay. What is going oh, on? Oh, thank God. They're know, still right? actually hungover. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. I don't care. You. Everyone could drink before you play the Sabers. It's fine. Lower your expectations. What is- and we'll clean what up. is what on what on earth is going on out there, buddy? Yeah, like, what did what did you do? Trade <laughs> trade Jack, trade him. You don't need him. Clearly, have you have you seen my team in the league of record? I sacrificed this year to the Buffalo Sabers. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Hey, it's man, pretty that's cool. how you want to look at it. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Every year it seems to be that the Sabers start off strong and then it just goes wicked downhill. So every year, keeping up with the tradition where I'm just living large until it all falls apart. What, living large what? until about mid-December. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, okay, boys, I think that's it. I think that's I think it. That's it. Okay. Week eight is upon us. The bipocalypse, bipocalypse is behind us. And I'm very excited. Thanks for listening. We love doing this for you. Boys, say good night. Boys, say good night. Go birds. Okay, good night. Well, you can tell everybody. Yeah, you can tell everybody. Go ahead and tell everybody. I'm the man, I'm the man, I'm the man. Yes, I am, yes, I am, yes.